clicked it on. Oh, I thought we were waiting for a program to download. No. What have we been sitting here doing this entire time? Jerking our dicks. Yeah, you've been. I've been sitting here waiting to podcast. I had to get shit ready. You should have told me. I thought we were... What were we waiting for then? We just had a 15-minute conversation. What were we doing that whole time? <laughs> waiting to hit record. <laughs> wow. Really, dude? I mean, come on, Tyler. Your time's my time, bro. I know. I have it ready. We're going. Okay. Well, I, I guess welcome to BitFaced. <laughs> right? <laughs> Are we really recording now? Or is this one of the 19 times I'm going to have to pretend we start this thing tonight and then something sounds off and we have to go back? Is this, is this really an episode that we're doing here? No, we're recording right now. <laughs> you just started it. No, we've been recording for 60 seconds. Well, God fucking damn it. You do the intro then. <laughs> We just intro. <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't really say anything. I, I, I set no expectations for tonight's episode. None at all. All right, give me two seconds. You're not. No, you're, you're not. I, I'll, I'm just going to do it then. Welcome to Bitfaced. I guess this is an episode of Bitfaced. Uh, of course, sitting across from me is always the competent, but sometimes annoying. Run TRG. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm Eric Hollis, and we're very proud to uh, to be here to do a uh, kind of a. A Thanksgiving episode in a way. There's a lot of games we have to talk about, but we have a lot to be thankful for. But if we go through a list tonight or a back and forth about it, the number one thing I'm thankful for this year is all of you listening right now. Seriously, it's uh, it's been a rough year in some patches, and it's been nice to come here every week and get shout-outs or texts from people that are listening, and it's uh, it's been great. So thank you, BitFacers. A lot more to come. In fact, I almost... Did a guest this week, but I thought it was important that Tyler and I got back to the roots. So thank you guys for being fans, and that's all the cocksucking I'm going to do tonight. But but thank you guys seriously. It was it's it's been a wonderful year because of everyone that's listening to this right now. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. If there's one thing this year that I've just had so much fun doing, it's coming in and just chatting with you and people listening and being like, "Man, I love you guys," and you know we love you too. So we do, we do. So, uh, on that note, what do you want to talk about? Are are you pretty excited about going to film a movie in January run TRG? You know what? I'm incredibly thankful and excited to go film this movie. Uh, because you know, dying in a horror movie, especially one as epic and hilariously named as strip club massacre. is just going to be fucking awesome. So you hope that you get to die? You, you hope you don't get away? I mean... I've already assumed if I get a blood-drenched motorboat, I'm dying. I assume so. It's probably while you're dying. But on-screen deaths cost a lot of money. and I mean, I want all the money on the screen. I do. I, I really... I, I, want, I want Strip Club Massacre to be a great movie, even if I've never featured in one shot at all. Even if we just go down for the weekend or whenever it is, and we get to do podcasts with the cast and with uh, with Bruce and with Bob, I'm, I'm stoked anyway. That's true. My she- friend Mary just got cast in the film, and I saw a picture of her online in costume, 
and it made me even more excited for this production. The fact that like people I've known my whole life are making a horror movie, and they asked us, not just me, Tyler, they asked you, yeah, to be in it too. They they said come down and be extras. We'd love to have you guys. It's it was nice and warm. I mean, pan bass, eh, pan past, double p. <laughs> Pan past, you know, my balding head here, and that's good enough for me. I'll be like, the back of that head, that shit was me. Dude, we can probably get you a, uh, we can probably get you a wig. <laughs> I think I'm okay with it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock my normal hair, because that's one of the things I'm thankful for. Yeah. 39 years old, and I can still get a haircut every month. I can too. I can at least get a haircut. You can at least get your pubes frosted. A little bit. I mean, I'd rather... I'd rather dye them maybe red. You should. You should go simply red, man. Holding back the years. <laughs> Holding back the pubes. No, I don't think I will. Maybe not. All right. Maybe 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 a bad idea. Well. But anyway, back to, like, number one, you've never been to Atlanta. No, I haven't. So I can't wait to introduce you to some of my, uh, my friends there and some restaurants that I like. And I'm sure we'll have time to... To mess around a little bit. I don't know. Dude, being an extra on a movie set is a lot of sitting around for like 12 to 15 hours a day. Yep. I kind of imagine it's going to be literally just on set. And when we're not helping out on set, we're going to be casting if we can. Yeah. So we might not have much time to, to party around Atlanta, but there's a couple places I have to take you. I at least want some damn good food. Uh, I will promise you that when we go to Georgia, I will get you damn good food, my friend. All right. Except I'm not making any other promises. Everything else there might suck, especially I can't wait till you get to see Atlanta traffic. Uh, if we if we have to rent a car or something, your ass is driving. I will drive in Atlanta, actually. You actually probably would enjoy it, but maybe you wouldn't. Because around here, you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. In Atlanta, no. It's, sometimes you get on the highway and it's like, well, we could do crossword puzzles because that's how fast we're moving. <laughs> I feel like you know how I drive. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> Fantastically and amazingly. And, um, you know, I don't think... We would, will be renting a car. I don't think I'd do very well in, like, stop traffic. No, you'd be terrible. And uh, and you, you'd run into somebody. God, I would just flip my shit to you. I wouldn't run into anybody, but you would flip out about how close I was, probably. Every fucking time. And everyone, uh, everyone else I know also has these same reactions when you drive. So don't act like this is a neurosis of me. I I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dude, you are the shittiest driver ever. You are the worst. Dude, you're like you're like crazy taxi. Uh, yeah, but are you ready to make some crazy money? That's what it's like riding with you, dude. Hey, at least they get their See, and, and dude, I can't, like, I can complain, I guess, because I'm allowed to, but you, you take me tons of places, and you don't mind driving in the snow, and, and it's, it's nice, but you are the worst driver I've ever met. But I'm thankful for you as a friend. That's how much I love you, because even as bad as you drive, I still hang out with you. You're going to have to drive around in your fancy-ass car from now on. I don't know. No more. All you. You drive. My, oh, my fancy-ass car says the guy that has two cars. I'm just saying. <laughs> two cars. And and we will. And I will take you out in my... Uh, I don't even want to talk about my new ride on the cast because I'm, I'm not that type of guy, but I love my new ride. And I had Truckee, Truckee for many years. 
and Truckee, it ser- served me well. But I like my new ride a lot. Especially I drove on some some icy kind of conditions that my truck would have definitely spun out on today. And I was gold. That's how Truckee's gone in the first place, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? How I... <laughs> Yeah. Slid into a curb? Slid right into a, a curb. I don't want to... Look, Bitfacers, I'm a terrible, terrible driver in the snow. And it's it's because I have a rear-wheel drive, or had a rear-wheel rear wheel drive pickup truck. Uh, and now I have a, 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 a new car that's really nice. Uh, all-wheel drive? All-wheel drive, and uh, it handles very well. And I've never had, like, Bluetooth in my car, and I've never had a USB port. So mm. I'm... I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm thankful for that. That I have a car that I, when I woke up this morning, I was not worried about getting to work. I was go- I was fine. I, I was mean, safe. You could have gotten to work regardless of whether you even had a car in the first place or not. But what? Because I could I have walked? Yeah. Yeah. It's it was really cold this morning though. I mean, your testicles would have shrunk up inside you, but you would have made it. Yeah, it would have been a it would have been a weenie shrinker for sure. But it would have been, dude. It was rough. The wind has, and we're stopping talking about the weather. I don't know how we went from we're doing a horror movie to the weather in Colorado Springs. <laughs> hey um, guys, it's cold. Well, we did get what they officially call the blizzard Monday night. I didn't think it was. It was a lot of. It was the most snow I've seen since I moved here. Well, blizzards are based off like wind, wind. so. Technically, it was windy as shit. Okay. But, and it was. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, no, I've driven through a blizzard where there's like a foot and a half of snow and it's like full winds and you can't see the car in front of you and then another guy like flies three lanes and crashes into the median and you're like, holy shit. And you just keep going. Because you can't stop. How do you stop? That's why I didn't, I didn't go driving yesterday. Everyone was... Everyone at work was like... Uh, did you go driving? Did you go test it out? And I was like, no. <laughs> I stayed at home. I'm going to drive when it's safe. Or, like, if I have to drive, then cool. But I'm not going out in yesterday. It was great. It's the first snow day I think I've had since I lived in Georgia. But in Georgia, they shut the city down for a week if it snows. <laughs> and we got twice as much as when I didn't have to go to work in Georgia for four days straight. We got twice as much snow here. Your work closed. My work had a two-hour delay, so... Wow. And I'm done talking about work after this, but yeah, we had a four-hour delay, and then they were like, nope, at nine o'clock, they were like, have a stay home with your families. So, Pretty normal. Nice. Yeah, normal job isn't bad. Yeah. But, okay, so we're... <laughs> fuck. We're, <laughs> we're going to Atlanta to I'm... film a horror movie at the end of January. Do you have days off work? Like, I've already told my boss... I have to be flexible, but I'm going to shoot a horror movie. And she was like, oh, that's cool. Just let me know. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I'm sure if I if I just speak to my boss, and I'll let him know probably tomorrow that I need a couple days off. What? Are, I mean, what, two, three days? We're going to probably need to be down there for four. Four? Okay. And plus a travel day. Okay. We need a week. To, yeah. All right. That's probably what's going to have to happen, man. A work week. A work week. Yeah. Unless it includes the weekend, then it's no big deal. We'll figure it out. All right. Anyway, Star Wars Battlefront. All right. I like the transition. I could have inserted sound effects straight into the. Can't we just do that later? <laughs> we spent seventeen hours trying to start tonight. You can't just do like a 
I don't want cheesy laser blasts or shit <laughs> like that. If you could play the theme really quick, but we'd get sued. Um, nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a phaser sound. <laughs> hey, if it compromises this episode going up tonight, then no sound effects. All right, fine. We'll stick with the uh, the whirling transition of Eric. Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> uh, pretty pretty fucking epic. Getting a lot of hate online, but I don't understand why. I mean, from what I played, so over here I played a little bit, and... You probably played about an hour, and you probably watched me play two. Well, I've played at least two hours of just flying battles. That's all you've played, right? Starship battles. I played two regular, like, conquests. Is that what it's called? Uh, Supremacy. Supremacy. The mode that I am drawn to, yeah. So I played two two of those battles, but mostly on just just flying. I just wanted to blow ships up with fucking laser beams. So, and it is fun as hell. Like, and that's the difference. You like being on ground, shooting people. You like that battlefield style action. And I have some gripes with like the flight mechanics. I don't think you've really explored the controller adjustment <sighs> menu enough to. That's you true. can gripe though. You play way more flying. You should have seen me in a Tie Fighter last night. It was embarrassing because <laughs> you know you can fly during the ground missions. Yeah, you just you have, have to pick to, up the power up, right? You have to find the power up. Is the right. thing like you're not going to guarantee you're going to fly every mission. You're not going to play as a hero every mission. But I like the fact that they have straight plane mode, if you will. Yeah, because. What is it? X-Wings, A-Wings, TIE Fighters, type like, not TIE Bombers, Interceptors, and then you can play with, what, the Falcon and Slave 1? Yep. Those are the ships. I think there, there's so much potential to be so many more. Oh, but there's four expansion packs coming out, Tyler, that you can purchase for forty nine ninety nine, which that is what everyone's beef about the game is. I think that's kind of my issue when I look at it, when I played it. So there's four Supremacy maps... Right now, and five next week, uh, the map from the new movie. Okay, so five total supremacy maps. No technical campaign or story mode. None at all. There's a pretty chunky kind of co-op mode. We can try it later. And there's also a survival slash horde mode that you can play with your buddies online. And there's only like three of the air battle maps. You you're the air battle expert. I I played like three repeating, and, and I was I passed played out. a lot of you were <laughs> you were passed out. Uh, but no, I'm glad you got to sit here and game in the bit yeah. cave. I mean, it's, your bit cave is my bit cave. But so only three air maps. I think it's three air maps, and so that's I think that's why people are complaining. I mean, even like even the half ass story modes that they are, you get to experience a lot of different like visual, like, architecture. <laughs> Welcome to BitFace. <laughs> hey, it's it's a hostful. If okay. we had a guest, I might not pop a beer, but it's me and you talking Star Wars. Keep going, dude. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You, you were just like, whoa, shit. Eric's oh. always bitching about people drumming on the table or opening bags of chips or... <laughs> ah. And actually, he will be back um, next month for when we do Game of the Year episode. Stoked. And I actually I have his argument earlier to your point about the maps, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to reproduce it. We're just gonna talk to him about it live. 
Good, because I want to know what it is. He sent me like seven pages of text today, pissed about how every review is bought. It's getting so much hate, and it shouldn't. And I'm gonna have. To, I'm not gonna agree with him on that front, but I'll agree with him that I had a three day weekend with nothing to do, and I did not touch Fallout. I played Battlefront and Tomb Raider the entire weekend. That's kind of. That's like I'm almost upset at myself for like having these nitpicky gripes because hands down the game is fun it's just flat out fun but it's not $60 and then $50 full of fun like give me that shit for th- 60 bucks i i agree i buy bigger chunkier games for 60 bucks i buy bigger chunkier games for 30 bucks or for 20 bucks or for 10 bucks and dude and you can't give me but but it's not Star Wars. And I'm sorry, uh, dude, but the, at the end of the day, that property... No, what it is is it's not EA. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'm, how many times on this cast? What, this is episode 35? EA's been dissed on in 33 <laughs> of them? Keep, we'll keep, we'll keep the, the streak alive here. But I have so much fun with... And I read a review online today where the guy was like, I turned off the soundtrack... EA did a terrible job, and I was like, I thought it was pretty fucking good. We stopped music and, and, and turned up the soundtrack. And turned up the Star Wars sounds. Yeah. You know, the... Even the blaster sounds, like in the ship. It was just great. I wanted to hear that, and I'm... To go back to kind of what... Actually, no, I'm not going to go back to that. We'll talk to Reap in, in three weeks. At, probably sooner than that. One I, thing I've realized in the Bit Cave, November and December, when we book next year, these are the hardest two months of the year. Everyone's busy. We we're busy. We're busy. Yeah, I know, but that's what I, I just mean. got back from um, Vegas. I'm about to be in Kentucky next week, and but there is an episode coming from that. So all right, yeah, there will be an episode taped next week with my uh, with my good buddies Nils uh, and Danielle. And Danielle has been the person I've been most intimidated to have on the podcast. Ooh, why? Let me tell you a story. Okay. So back in college, we used to play poker all the time. All of us. And you've met tons of us. I'm not going to yeah. name names here. A lot of them. You've met a lot of my good friends from, from college. And anyway, we played and played and played. And like it was playing poker was great. But for me, it was more about talking shit. Like, who could bring the best jokes to the table? Like, I, I always wanted to walk away like, hey, he was a funny guy tonight. Whether I won or lost money. And maybe that's bad. But anyway, when Danielle started to come play with us, I used to sit down like an hour before the game and at least prepare a couple comebacks or because she's not bullshit. I mean, Nils isn't either. I'm not downplaying it. But if you want to talk about someone that I can really verbally spar with, it is Danielle. And she will be on the podcast next week because she is hosting me for Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah, that's what you're taking me to the airport and I'm flying to go do. To go see my uh, my good friend. So they um, they will be on the cast next week, actually. I don't know when we're going to publish it. Probably. I might email it to you, but probably the week after. All right. So that, that will be the next episode before... I'm going to go there. Our One of our, our next guests is, uh, is going to be author Brooklyn Sky. And we have nothing. We know nothing about the genre she writes in, but I know she is the biggest Star Wars geek in the world. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're going to go that route with her. And then I'm also going to kind of talk to her about 
I mean, she's a very successful author. I think I'm going to read her books. I think you should. Uh, I think you should read up. In fact, I'll ask her tonight what you should start with. All right, and that way we can talk about that on the cast. I need like a list of two or three. I think she's written like six or seven. Well, that is more than two or three. Well, I mean, I think we should both probably read and talk to her about that. We should. We should. But we we've researched guests before. Yeah, this should be no difference. I mean, this is an author though. Okay. We research people that, like, well, I don't know. We have a lot of great guests that we've researched. I was going to say, yeah, we've had, and we've had a variety. I think that's, we really wanted to come into this and just be a video game podcast, but we kind of came out of it as, like, a... I don't think we can limit ourselves to that. No. What What do we call ourselves? We're just bit-faced. No, we're bit-faced, and, and we're going to stay that, because there's... There's bits and everything, maybe. <laughs> a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I love the name, and I'm never. we're never going to drop the name. But I agree with you. A lot of the people I've talked to that are going to be upcoming episodes aren't really video game related. No. But, I mean, that makes up for our last episode with, uh, with Hardcore. Wow. I listened to that thing, and I was even confused. And I was sitting here when it was recorded. <laughs> Look, man, that was a lot of fun. It was great. I hope Juice wants to come back. Actually, I hope you are going to guest over there, not me, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get a hold of Juice. I hope he's listening right now. And Well, he's uh, not because we haven't published this yet. You know what I mean. <laughs> when he listens to those very words, right now will be right then. Lots of shout-outs tonight on tonight's episode, but that's kind of what I wanted because... I've missed, uh, I don't know, let's, industry secrets. We taped the last three episodes within, like, what, four days of each other? Oh, at least. So yeah. we haven't been sitting in the bit cave in a while, and I'm, I'm getting kind of misty-eyed over here. It's, it's, it's nice to get back and talk. But anyway, Battlefront. Battlefront. So I'm loving the shit out of it. Okay. I'm already level 13, which, I mean, not horrible for me. And Dungeons & Dragons, that's impressive most impressive but uh but no i'm i'm loving it and i i played through on snow day yesterday i woke up i got the call we're not open until 11 i played every multiplayer game mode because the game came out so there wasn't any servers that were dry that's so that's what's kind of nice the different game modes kind of makes up for the different maps i really wanted a single player but you know i always want a i always want a, a balance yeah and but that's part of my issue too with trying to compensate for maps, you know, like amount of maps with these different game types. Half of those game types were just incorporated into the game in Battlefront 2. You had to fly around and rope down ATATs on Hoth in Battlefront 2. One or two. I can't remember exactly. Pretty sure it's two. Yeah, I thought so. And so now that's just a like a game mode. Like it's it's not as common, but it's just a game mode now. A whole game mode is just taking down AT-ATs, right? Yes. Um, there, there's a little bit more to it, and that's actually Reap's favorite game mode. Okay. Walker Assault. I'm on Supremacy. You like the... What is it called? Uh, Ships Only or... No. no something. I want to say it's like Galactic something. Anyway, I can't remember. It's a ship's only mode. Yeah. Where you fly around. It's Ace 
Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, basically. And you seem to have a lot of fun with it. I do. And considering that's a minor mode in the game, that's that says a lot. I think it says a great amount. If, yeah, man, if they had put so much more into the game, though, like, hands down, it would be... I guess I came into it expecting so much from what I got from Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2, and then it going to one of my favorite developers, DICE, and I just came into it, like, fucking rock hard and left very flaccid. I'm the opposite. I came in, like, with kind of half a stock... And I left with just a full-on bone. All right. The graphics, number one, I'm normally not a graphics whore. They're unbelievable. It's so pretty. It is so pretty. It is like playing Star Wars. And that, for me, is worth the 60 bucks. Give me another game this year that feels like that does. And it's strictly a fan perspective. If you hate Star Wars, I'm sure that game sucks. Or it's it's mediocre at best. It's a 60 out of 100. But for a fan... See, but I'm a fan too. But I'm... I guess I'm just a fan of... Are you mad there's no Jar Jar? I said no. Are you but mad I, it's not the prequels? No. Did you want another pod racing game? I actually did like the pod racing in 64 game, let's be honest. It wasn't bad. It was fun. I like Battlefront, though. Am I pissed that I have to spend another 50 bucks to play the whole game? Yes. I was mad about that with Batman. Yeah. So many games nowadays. Are just, 90 instead of 60 You can't look at it as a $60 game. No, you have to look at it as more. And that's terrible, because, like, the price of games has fluctuated, sure, but it's never been split, so I have to wait for the extra content. Release it to me at 80 bucks. Release me the game at 80 bucks. That fully works? That fully works. But I would pay Don't you it. appreciate the... the? Well, this is also a two-sided argument. Don't you appreciate the fact that, like, you? it's always been on PC, but shit gets patched now. Shit gets fixed. We used to get a cartridge, and that's it, that's motherfuckers. It, Bugs, glitches, everything. They exist, and there's no fixing them. Yep. But on the flip side of that, I feel sometimes we get game shipped that they're like, eh, we're 90% done. We'll have a patch out in a week and they'll all buy it. Sure. They'll all buy it. Yeah, why not? And they'll, yeah, I was going to say, and half the times they can just be like, oh, plus we added this extra content. Now this patch costs money. Yeah, it can, it can be sold as that. Certainly. I can totally see them doing that and I'm going to be pissed. But that's what it but comes down to. But that's what's happening now. Yeah. Why should it come down to that? I don't mind paying extra money for quality content. Just fucking do your work, though. Like, don't half-ass your shit and sell it to me in chunks and pieces. Just give me something good. It's the biggest industry in the world. I know. But just give me something good. If indie developers can release me something just fucking greasy and chunky for fucking 30 bucks and multi-million dollar EA or anyone else can only release me half a game for full price, meh. But that's what you're going to get. Yeah. That's the market that we operate in. But it's horrible. I'm not saying it's great. 
But I think that's where the shift is going to be. The hardcore gamers have already returned, in a way, to the indie titles. Everyone I play with and respect, they play all the big budget. Not everybody does, but most of them do. But they've all told me, Ori in the Blind Forest. Every single person I've talked to has been like, that game is the best game that's come out this year. And I might be tempted to agree with them. Fallout 4 is pretty good, but I haven't played it in four days. Yeah, no. <laughs> I will be picking up Fallout soon because I'm I'm stoked to try it. It's very similar to Fallout 3 with a lot of improvements. If you like that style of game, it's completely something that you'll get sucked into, and which is why I put it down. I did not touch it yesterday, even on a snow day. I played Tomb Raider, and I played Battlefront yesterday. So, I mean, that's a that's kind of a hard part about it. It's like, Battlefront is quick, just satisfaction. Just little 15-minute, like, jizz fests. You're giving yourself a lot <laughs> more credit, but <laughs> keep going. And, uh, and, and sometimes you don't have time for, like a story, but man, it's so much more. That's my problem with Tomb Raider is when I'm going to play Tomb Raider, I have to sit down for two hours and I need to like read the inscriptions and know what's going on in the story. Battlefront. I'm a stormtrooper. Shoot that guy in the face. You're exactly right. No, I know it's, I don't know. I can't explain it. I have no further words for it. Okay, so I think we kind of covered Battlefront. You're not a big fan. I absolutely loved it. No, that's what I said. It's a lot of fun. Might be on my top five of the year with how much fun I've had with it. It is a great amount of fun. I will say one thing, though. In the Forest of Endor, the Imperius have such a disadvantage. Like, I'm wearing camo and you're wearing white. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. So every time I was Imperial in Endor, I was like, really? White? And earlier when I was playing, one of my best matches was against Stormtroopers on Endor, because I was like, oh, right there, right there, right there. But on Hoth, complete advantage. So it, it balances. It's it's fun, man. It's Star Wars. I got to shoot 16 people in the face with Han Solo yesterday. Yeah, but I mean, other than graphics and... and awesome gameplay and, and nostalgic feel. Why can't I just go back and play too? You can there was if more you had content. a working PS2, I do. Out of the five you have, I do. Well, then why aren't you playing that? You don't have to play the new awesome Star Wars game with the disgusting graphics that are just so good. They make you think you're like watching the movie Star Wars. You don't have to do that. I might. Hey man, it's up to you. Maybe you have a, you have a PS4. I just want to fly though, dude. I want to dance. Um, so that. Fallout 4, Tomb Raider is epic. It honestly, like, I almost bought a PS4 for the Uncharted Collection. Tomb Raider's kind of made up for that. It's really good. It's really well done. The graphics are good. The story pacing is good. The fact that you can play through a 15-hour story or there's 40 hours of content if you really want to dig in deep and explore the optional stuff, that makes me very happy. A game you can get for 60 bucks that can be 15 hours and, hey, I beat it. Awesome. Or 
I'm really going to beat this, and I'm really going to find everything. Doesn't that feel so much more worth $60? It does. Yeah. It does. And if Laura Croft was swinging across ledges with a lightsaber, it'd be even better. <laughs> I'd pay 100 bucks. <laughs> no, it's really good, though. The voice acting is good. The graphics are really good. The gameplay is good. If you played, Did you play the last one? Yeah, I played a little bit of it. I never finished it. It's very similar. Um, you'll The mechanics are familiar. They just improved everything. I've really liked it. In fact, I could put it down yesterday. I think I played for like eight hours on Snow Day. Wow. Tomb Raider. So definitely going to show up on my list this year, too. I've, I've really liked it. It's it's well done. It's, it's a good crafted story with good mechanics. You don't have to be an expert gamer to play it. You can put it on easy with auto-aim, and the shooting sections won't be a problem. That's good. Good game. Yeah. It's a good game. Uh, I highly recommend it. I don't. I think that's the three I'm playing right now. I kind of dropped Halo. I need to... Halo did just come out? I, I have it, and I've played through six campaign missions. It's just everything dropped right now. You know how November is. It's hard. I mean, and Halo dropping first kind of just gets forgotten. And I went on vacation Yeah. right after Halo came out. So I need to get back to Halo and Mad Max. How's the campaign? It's a lot of fun. I heard it was really good. I, I've only played six levels. Like, just based off the trailers, I'm really interested in the story. You're welcome to... Actually, oh, sorry, there's no couch co-op. What? Nope. No couch co-op on the campaign. I can't split screen Halo? Not Halo 5. What is this world coming to? The graphics are that good. Yeah, but I can split screen anything. Not Halo 5. Why? It's something, it's it's a big beef that they're getting. Uh, I That's no what Halo's been it. all about, though. Yeah, but not anymore. Every Halo I've ever played, if I played it with a friend, regardless of if we both had Xboxes at the time, has always been split-screen. And we can play the whole Master Chief collection split-screen, but not 5 and not 6. That'll be out in two years, I'm sure. Uh, you disappointed? Kind of. It's just like a nostalgia thing, I guess. Sure, it's fine, but sometimes I just want to hang out. And I don't want to sit, you know, miles away, unsociably, over the internet, talking to you. I'm going to argue that it's... uh, Just as sociable? No, not just as. I would much rather have you here, me and you playing... Clinking beers, enjoying life together. Yeah. But I have a lot of friends that I only play with online. I've never met in, in real life, and they are my bar. I don't go out to the bar anymore. I would rather get a six-pack and drink with those guys. And they're drinking, too, and they're yelling at their wives, and it's, it's amazing. And that's fine, and that's awesome. And I agree. There's some people, especially all my friends in other states, that I love to play with online. Right. Because it's the only way that I can interact with them. It's the only way I can feel like I'm, you know, sitting next to them and playing something with them. Exactly. But if I can just sit next to them and play with them, I would much rather do that. Of course, if the game is... But there's some games I'd rather play with you on one TV and me on the other. Like a racing game split screen? Screw that. I want to play you TV to TV, even if it is back to back. Yeah, but I mean, they could bring back something like, can you system link with the one? I don't know. Can you system link a PS4? I don't think so. No, probably not. Can you system link a Wii U? That would be epic. 
I don't think so. But most of the games that you're going to play are like Smash Brothers, where you're all on one screen anyways. Or, yeah, Mario Maker or yeah. something like that. Yeah. We need to play that tonight. That'd be pretty sweet. We have it. I, <laughs> I didn't know that in order to put up a map, you have to be able to beat your own map. Yeah. So I see some of those maps that people put up, and I'm like, holy shit. That and we've talked about this on the cast before, but that is the beauty of Mario Maker is you get to see how insane other people are. It just makes me feel absolutely how much dedication. It's like, don't you have to show up to a job? Like, how did you make this map? Uh, Yeah, I don't. There's one map I saw where you have to carry an item and like bounce items off each other and bounce off those items for the whole map. You like. You step on the ground for like, I don't know, half a second to pick up an item, and then you go and you just travel through the air bouncing off other items. What? Yeah, we should power that up, actually, when we get done tonight, because I'd love to show you. I I haven't played in three weeks. I bet there's even more crazy maps. That might be top two for me this year in games, only because... It takes everything that we love about video games and lets you experience what everyone else does lo- with it. And does with it. Yeah. Like I told you, I haven't even made a level yet. That's how uncreative my stupid ass is. But I play other people's stuff, and I think it's incredible. It kind of touches on both sides of what makes the game great. Is Some people really, really, really just want to build awesome stuff like that. And some people really just want to fuck just with it. Just want to fuck with it, yeah. Uh, I'm, I am a fuck with it guy. Cool. <laughs> I think... <laughs> wow, that was the worst. Um, <laughs> and laughing at my own self. But anyway, so Fallout 4, Star Wars Battlefront, Mario Maker, Metal Gear. I'm kind of spoiling what... Ori in the Blind Forest. You're getting a peek into the top games of the year. A bit face yeah, edition. Yeah, Ori in the Blind Forest. There's other things that have come out this year that I'm missing, though. What else is coming out in the next month and a half? Just Cause 3. That's it. That's the last thing I really have. That's the last thing on my radar that I have to play. Now, some indie title might show up within the next six weeks. That's amazing. But yeah, Just Cause 3 is the last thing on my list before I can kind of... And to be fair... I haven't beat Metal Gear or The Witcher 3. You've got a month and a half. Jesus, I have so many trips, though. Like, I have... We have four good episodes coming up that we're going to have to pull off before Christmas. With your schedule and my schedule, that's... We we still love you guys, and those episodes will get taped. It might be three in the morning, but... Who are we going to have on as a guest at three in the morning? Other than... Maybe Daniel Clatworthy. Daniel Clatworthy. <laughs> we still need to get him a pizza. Yeah. If he's listening right now, again. He might be. Yeah. Then uh, then just know a pizza will randomly show up one day. See, but I told him that like a month ago. I think he's lost faith and hope in us. You can never lose faith. That's what faith is about. You can't lose faith? I'm going to disagree with you on that. And then we're going to go someplace completely <laughs> different. Um well, wow. So we really haven't talked about anything we're thankful for besides going to a movie set, being able to drive out here, 
loving our fans. That's the thing I'm most thankful for is, uh, is those people. Um, those people that sounded so terrible. Uh, <laughs> you people. Yeah. You people. We love you people. No, that is what I'm thankful for. But super troopers two is in the can. I'm thankful for that. All right. That's a pretty good thing to be thankful for. Um, I kicked, that's the first thing I ever kickstarted or helped kickstart. How did that feel? It felt kind of pretty good that I'm going to get a free ticket to a movie that just got made. I mean, is it really free? Not free, but I already bought my ticket. I paid for something that I already would have bought. You would have probably still donated to it, even if they didn't give you a ticket. Right. So that's why you consider it free. I consider it free because I would have gone anyway. And if I can put that money in advance towards something I really want to see... Why not? And you know what they're going to do with that? They're going to give you a full movie. <laughs> they're not going to sell it to you in pieces. And right. DLC. No, they're not. I get... So... Now, there will be deleted scenes and extras on the eventual Blu-ray. Sure. But no, you're right. They're giving me Super Troopers 2. They're giving me what I paid for. Yeah. But don't you... Like, DLC is here to stay, bro. I hate to tell you. And I think, honestly... A lot of journalists, I can't name one of them right now, have predicted the downfall of games, and that's where it's going to start. It's going to start at our pocketbooks. Yes. It's going to start when the content d- d- does not match what I have to spend for it, and it already has done that. It has. If I buy one game a month, if everyone released one good game, and not everyone, I just have to hope that there's only one good game a month. If I'm anticipating $100 for it, because I pretty much am anymore, that's 1200 bucks a year. Not including if you have to buy a console or anything else. And that's Gaming only for is one an game expensive habit, dude. And yeah. I, I'll tell you that from the time I was cleaning toilets at age 13 to pay off NES copies. Like, I, I needed my fix. And I agree. I mean, you've always done what you could to buy the games that you wanted to play. But, man, I don't know. I just don't want to have to pay 100 bucks in, in chunks. I just If I have to pay 80 bucks ahead of time, seriously, just give me a full game. I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. And this is an episode where we're supposed to be thankful, Tyler. And on, on the last host floor, I said I don't hate anything. And I you? fucking hate DLC. <laughs> You don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. You hate it. I hate it. I hate it too. I mean, do you think that I'm I'm not defending it? No, I know. And it's sad because there's been some really good DLC. And I have not had... Bioshock. Bioshock was great. I didn't feel like I got ripped off on that DLC at all. They gave me new adventures to play. And the, the main game was so perfectly polished, I did not care about paying... Take my 30 bucks. Take my 40 bucks. Seriously. I don't give a shit. The DLC was practically just playing a subset of the game. And it was only half the cost. It's not like they just gave you extra parts of the story or a skin or you unlocked an extra area. No, they gave you a whole new story. And it was awesome. It was. And, I mean, the Mario Kart DLC hasn't been horrible. They gave me a great game, new carts, new tracks, cool. Yeah. 
I don't mind that. And it, it goes back to your point. Give me something awesome. If you want to make it a little bit better, but not where I complain about, well, this should have been here from the beginning. And that's what you're have. saying, right? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. As long as there's value in both the core content and the DLC, I'm totally cool with it. Like, tell me about, what do you feel about extra fighters? So, like Smash Brothers, they released a huge, their biggest fighter list ever. And the game is pretty solid. Mechanics are solid. They've been doing free balancing, free patching. And then you have to pay a little bit for Ryu. Or they just announced Cloud Strife. Makes you excited. I'm not a huge fan of Final Fantasy VII, but I saw his move set and like just like the art and animation and like just from a pure... see that's solid though for DLC. The fact that they're giving you a Street Fighter character and a Final Fantasy VII character as DLC, like that's that's kind of like the um, I don't know. Mortal Kombat should have included it, but the Jason was no brainer for me. I was like, take my five dollars. Yeah. I want to play with Jason Voorhees. And you know that Michael Myers has pretty much been announced, too. Yeah. And the fact that they're still supporting Mortal Kombat acts, what the fuck, did that come out in February? <laughs> yeah. Seeing stuff like that, though, as long as it holds value, I think that's good value. And they're not usually very expensive for a fighter. No, two ninety nine. What are the Nintendo ones? Five bucks? Yeah. That's not horrible. And usually they'll give you a map. They'll give you an assist. They'll give you the character. They'll give you... This is Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, they'll give you the character, a map, an assist, and, like, the the map has all, like, game sounds from... Like, reuse level has Street Fighter 2 game sounds, I think. I like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. There's a lot of value to it. They spend a lot of time. They're not charging a lot, and they're giving you your money's worth. So you have no problem with that. None at all. You like that the fact, hey, this awesome game that I love to play, oh. And I had no problem with Fallout 3's $40 I spent on expansions either. Not a problem at all. Those I were practically them. games. They were great. Own. Yeah. So I think there is something to be said for an awesome expansion, but you're saying Battlefront is just a little bit too gratuitous. I, there has and the to Juggernaug, be, dude. I mean, yeah. come on. They came out with a cooler for Call of Duty. And that's for you. Uh, I'm just going to call you Jason. The original Tracy Lasorda uh, has had nothing but, but, but fucking complaints about how they made a fridge. And I'm with him. Yeah. Not really complaints. He's just commenting on it. But one of the biggest BitFaced fans. And no one asked for a shout out tonight. But I'm going to give it to him. So the original, uh, the original Tracy Lasorda, love you, brother. All right, but that's that's all I'm saying. If you give me enough value and a good enough, full enough original game, and then you give me enough value for the DLC, totally fine. Okay. It doesn't always happen. It doesn't often happen, but when it does, totally fine. No, Batman was pretty bad this year. I got one awesome Batgirl level. I got a couple skins. Supposedly there's some more stuff coming, but I spent 40 bucks on that. Because I'm a huge Batman, Batman fan. fan. Just like I'm a huge Star Wars fan. 
Yeah. Those are the ones that I don't like where it's, I don't know, it's 40 bucks and you get like, oh, this one extra skin of this character, not even a whole new character. And you get half a map and you get, you know, you just get, you get junk for But you know bucks. there's a giant marketing meeting where they, they break it all down, they count the beans, they know what we'll pay for. And we will, and that's why it's here to stay. So, neither one of us are thankful for DLC, but we kind of are. It's kind of like that bean salad that like, you might eat the next day. And sometimes it's tasty. I'm thankful for good DLC. I'm thankful for companies that don't try to rape my wallet without a condom. <laughs> so, so, so you're fine if there's protected <laughs> wallet rape? As long as it's protected... Then sure. Um, are we getting close to wrap here? Uh, you know, we have another 12 minutes of saying what we're thankful for. Wow, 12 minutes? Okay, well then, here's what I'm thankful for. Uh, my favorite person in the world is going to have a child, and we're going to call her Apple. <laughs> But we've asked her many times to be on the podcast, and she's declined us wisely. But my sister, um, and no offense to my other sister, Heather, love you too, but my sister is having a kid. Uh, So I'm going to have a niece. A niece? A niece. (gasps) I'm stoked! (laughs) Yeah. You have to act like (laughs) you haven't known, but of course you have, but yeah. Uh, she said I could, uh, Melinda said I could announce it on the cast tonight. So, yeah, I'm very happy. And her name will not be Apple, but that's what I'm going to call her. Or Discord, the Apple of Discord. I wasn't thinking that. No? Were you thinking My Little Pony? <laughs> the Apple of Discord? Is that My Little Pony? That's like mythology, bro. Roman or Greek? Greek. Maybe I don't remember it. When I hear Discord, I think about how much My Little Pony you like to watch. You know what? Just because Rainbow Dash is pretty fucking epic. Hey, we, we... You will have a niece, and you will watch My Little Pony with your niece. I don't I don't think Apple's going to want to watch My Little Pony. I think Apple's going to want to watch Turbo Kid. I don't... It's Melinda's Kid... It will be the most educated child in the history of time. Oh. It really will. And you love learning. You would love to be Melinda's kid <laughs> because all you're going to do is learn. That's good. I do love to learn. And I will continuously learn forever. But anyway, I mean, how that's the best announcement I can give. I think, I think we have to kind of wrap after that. We mentioned that stoked about being on the film set. Yep. We talked about Brooklyn Sky coming on, yep. which we're very happy about. Yep. And we kind of gave a couple of things we're thankful for. Have you? Have I missed anything that you were thankful for this year, Tyler? What are you thankful for? No, I mean, I'm I'm thankful for all are that. Are you thankful for my Kathleen Turner voice <laughs> because I have a sore throat? It's been beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Are you romancing my bone right now? Is that <laughs> it? Um, hey. Wow. Hey, Eric. We, we're, definitely, <laughs> we're definitely cutting after this. But uh, what? Uh, I'm no, looking look, on my list right now. I don't know. I'm, of course, thankful for all that 
Uh, I have one more thing. Everyone is okay, so for. talk to me about what what sappy bullshit. No, you know when you're when you sit down, it's it's Thanksgiving, and what am I thankful for? Everyone's thankful for hopefully mostly the same things. You're thankful for your family. I'm thankful for Titus above anything else. I mean, that's what I live for. And You're, he's going to see Spider-Man at his house. He does see Spider-Man at his house. I love your son. Which I'm thankful for your, your your son has given me a new perspective. Watching him roll dice. That was new, awesome. <laughs> new perspective on life. Yeah. No, I'm thankful for I'm thankful for but no, keep going. Sorry. No, I mean, gosh, what else? Everyone is thankful for. I'm thankful for my friends, man. I'm thankful for the fact that you decided to move out here for no goddamn reason. Oh, there were there there were reasons. <laughs> we're not going to talk about those now. <laughs> for no reason on this podcast. <laughs> no, I really did kind of say, "Fuck it, I'm just going to move." Yeah, right. I did. That's the story that I got. Well, because I didn't want to get into details and things, but I mean. I'm thankful I met you exactly. on the first day of work. And it was a blast, dude. And it's been a blast ever since. And now we're sitting here. And I seriously am. I promise no more cocksucking tonight, but we've, we've both done a little right now. <laughs> my, my penis is a little wet. You know, for, for Taylor, we're getting our jimmies wet. Another person that I really have asked to come on here and has been had a lot of trepidation because I think he's great. Dude, he would be so funny. He's always funny. And uh, think about this. I met you and Steph and Taylor the same day. Since the same day. And I've never really reached out to find more friends because I really didn't need to. Yeah, I don't... Who do you talk to? I mean, it sucks that none of you guys are women, but... (laughs) But or no, maybe honestly, it you, doesn't suck. Yeah, it, it really doesn't. But uh, you are the three people I talk to about everything. Yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome. So, I mean, those are the those are the things everyone's thankful for, or should be thankful for. But and to be honest, like thirty six, thirty nine, how many forty episodes in? Well, no, I think technically this is thirty five. There's nine that have never seen the light of day. So we made our quota for this year, but we're still going to hit the 40. Hell or high water, we hit 40 before 2016, guys. That we actually release. That we actually release. All right. Because we could cheat. Of course. We could just release release our old episodes. But you guys don't want to. Nobody wants to hear that. I mean, We definitely don't want to hear that. You might want to hear it, but we don't want to hear it. (laughs) Yeah. There will be... We're going to get 40 out before the year. Even if you and I have to triple up one week and just book three guests and do it. And in fact, we already have 37. Episode 37 will be Nils and Danielle. That makes me very happy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure... Or no, maybe that'll be 36. I don't know. But this many episodes in, man, I'm thankful for these goddamn boxes. These boxes... You know, we should take a picture of the bit cave, the bit setup, and when you guys see it, you're gonna you're gonna be very proud of how how how, how lazy we are. You know what? And for <laughs> but when we have guests, we do it in the living room. We do. We, we, we do it in the living room. Uh, yeah, we have our nice, not nice table. We have a horrible TV with no screws in it, and. We have a good setup out there and good couches, but when we are doing host pools or when we have guests, to be honest, 
it's two boxes, headphones in each ear, and two uh, Blue Yeti mics. We used to be crowded around one, side one by mic. side. Now, now we, we upgraded. We did. I mean, shoot, we used to have one pair of headphones that we would plug in, and each of us would have to have one of the earbuds. Well, I hope this is inspiring other people out there that want a podcast, because Jesus, yeah, you just, I mean, but you know what? It's been the most fun I've had doing anything in a long time. And I'm going to keep, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Because, I don't know, it's, it's been good. It's what gets our Jimmy wet. It gets my Jimmy wet. Uh, completely. Uh, one last thing I'm thankful for. One of my favorite bands in the world, Ween, is getting back together. And where did they announce their reunion tour? Oh, I don't know. Colorado, <laughs> where we live. So I'm very excited about that. I got tickets tonight. A lot of my friends are flying out. So I'm going to go from horror set to Ween reunion 2016 is already looking absolutely fantastic, and we've got a lot of good episodes coming up, and we can't wait to talk to you guys. And thanks for bearing with us tonight for this. Uh, honestly, we got better feedback for the hostful that we did last time than we did for any other episode, except for a few. Yeah. So if this is what you guys want, we'll do one every three months. I have to have the guests. I, I, Dude, I love the guests too, but you know what? We're thankful for these these listeners, so let them tell us what, what they want. You know, if you guys want a couple more hostfuls, if you guys want some crazy guests, you know, we're going to get in contact with, hopefully, some, some great guests past what we already have scheduled. And we're just going to bring you just auditory pleasure. Just amazing auditory pleasure. <laughs> Okay, well, on that note, I uh, I think we are out tonight from the Bit Cave. Across from me, as always, is Billy Rosewood. I am Sergeant Bogomil, and we are out. <laughs> I think he was Lieutenant Bogomil, though. Fuck. <laughs> it's all right. I kept that in there just for everyone to hear. Oh, uh, me fucking that up? <laughs> God damn you, Tyler. It's good. all good. Good.